deep within their military-grade bunkers, the dispersed Staggering Stories team consider the situation. Okay, who thought it was a good idea to bring the cats in, but not the litter tray? There's no Baskin-Robbins here. No chocolate milkshakes. How am I going to survive? Who's eating all the Mars bars? I left my Sade outside. Welcome, welcome, everyone, to Stagger's Always Podcast 338. I'm Jean. I'm Adam. I'm Faye Keith. And I, yes, I am going to be dead within the week if he doesn't stop farting and taking his socks off. Ooh. I take it that's nothing to do with COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> this bunker is very enclosed, and what with the cat's asses. I can't cope with his as well. I've got a niche. Dear listeners, you may notice we're down a few members and we're doing this remotely, so this is going to be fun. Yeah, yeah things are a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, we've never done anything quite like this before. No, no. I expect even more talking over each other than normal. So, yeah, totally, say something. Because there's no one here to wave hands and make threatening gestures. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, at least you and Jean will get on. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah, we can do it. We've got telepathic link. We so, have. So, without further ado, let's go to the news with El Presidente. Doctor Who news. Oh, yeah. Lockdown relief. Pardon? Pardon. (laughs) Large swathe of the world in lockdown due to the event. That's the have chords up. It does. The event. Dun, dun. The Doctor Who community coming together in the best way that we know how to, sitting at home and watching episodes of Doctor Who. Who's just watching Doctor Who? Yep, yep. Just yeah. 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 These coordinated mass watchings of certain episodes at a specific time started when Stephen Moffat, the vast toffee, Amen. announced that he would be live-tweeting a commentary to the 50th anniversary special, The Day of the Doctor. Then, on the exact 15th anniversary of New Who first broadcasting, Russell T. Davies did the same for his episode, Rose. Minutes before we started recording this podcast, things escalated considerably when we not only had the writer of Vincent and the Doctor, Richard Curtis, live-tweeting a commentary on that episode, but also joining him were the likes of Matt Smith, Tony Curran, Bill Nye, and even Hollywood superstar Karen Gillan. Woo! <laughs> 1.2 million followers. Doctor <laughs> Who magazine writer and editorial assistant Emily Cook has been pouring all of her energies into organising these events and doesn't seem ready to stop yet. On the 3rd of April, it'll be the 10th anniversary of the 11th hour, and sure enough, we'll be able to enjoy a mass watching and no doubt some live Twitter commentaries too. Our current doctor has also been doing her bit from the isolation of home, this time donning her costume and recording a special video in character to reassure kids of all sizes that everything will be okay. Remember, tell jokes, be kind, 
listen to the science Yay. and the doctors and stay strong, stay positive. Yes. Um, I'd like to put a small addendum to this. Uh, okay. Yeah, apparently the, um, who was it? Emily. Emily Cook said that there'll be a special event <laughs> uh, concerning uh, Vincent and the Doctor. And what was it? Someone stole a Van Gogh from one of the museums yesterday and everyone assumed really? it was her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> she went on Twitter that. to deny it was her and no one believed her. <laughs> I just need one thing to add to listening. Wow. When they do their awards at the uh, Capitol, I think there needs to be a special award for Emily for this. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Mm. If she's yeah. there, plenty of minutes. But, yes, I seem to give them out to people who are there, but, yeah. Uh, Red Dwarf News, Ooh. the promised land coming. Ooh. Earlier than many expected, the boys from the Dwarf are returning to our screens, this time with a feature-length special. Red Dwarf, the promised land, will appear on UK channel Dave at 9pm on the 9th of April. Expect all the regulars to return, including Lister, Rimmer, the Cat, and Crichton. Perhaps with Holly, the Red Dwarf Shipwall computer, too. Along with this 90-minute special, we will also get three documentaries oh. covering the history of the world's longest-running science fiction show. No, well, comedy, comedy show. Comedy. Uh, comedy. I've, seen, I've seen trailers for this. It was quite good. It yeah. does, doesn't it? Oh, okay. Harking back slightly to the origins first episode. Yeah. Mm. For what little I know of it, it's surprising they haven't covered this already. Mm. This goes right back to the first episode, really, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I was getting muddled then in my head. So I was realised I got the trailer mixed up with the <laughs> AA adverts. Yes. Yeah, that oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're on a lot, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's great. It's still around, although people are speculating it might be the end, but I don't believe it. No. <laughs> I have a denim. An addendum and a add-on to the Vince and Doctor thing. The add-on to the Vince and Doctor thing is... You've got a painting to sell. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Amazon US today put out Vincent and the Doctor for free to coincide with the viewing. Oh, yeah, so anyone in yeah. the US who um, wants to watch the other ones that come out, check because Amazon might continue to do that to support the, um, the mass viewing, which I thought was really, really nice of them. Yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. It's really gaining steam, isn't it? It is. The other one is on the 2nd of April. Good day. The there will be another. <laughs> yes, there will be another another convention viewing, this time hosted by someone called John Bannerman to watch the Torchwood episode. Ooh, right. <laughs> so at the moment, oh, you can, good, okay. uh, if you will yeah. chat uh, John Bannerman's um, Facebook or check it out, because ask him for a vote on which episode he's um, looking at doing a similar thing for talk episodes. Okay, I've, I know that. They're doing the first episode of uh, Life on Mars as well. Oh. They're all jumping on this bandwagon now. <laughs> when will we have time to catch up on Netflix? I've I seen, know, I know. I've seen the uh, John Bowman Facebook post about the poll and him wearing some outrageous shirts. Excellent. <laughs> oh, the bit I saw, he was lying in bed yeah. with his husband. <laughs> all right. First of April at 7pm, it's the uh, mastery watching of Life on Mars episode one with... Uh, Ashley Farrow and Matthew Graham. So, yeah. Hashtag Life on Mars Live. We'll have the 1st of April, the 2nd of April, and yeah. the 3rd of April. Yeah. We've got Life on Mars. Mm. Any more events? You've got it on DVD and Blu-ray. Yes. I have one addendum. Doing sure. oh, the remote uh, <laughs> recasting, recording is wonderful because I can sit here and drink wine while we do it. <laughs> I have an addendum. Mm -hmm. There is a Rick and Morty short that has been released on YouTube. As the rest, of, like Rick and Morty's on hiatus, like the rest of the globe, but there has been mm -hmm. a Samurai and Shogun short that is roughly based oh. on the 
black and white films, Lone Cub and Wolf. Uh, like Mandalorian. Yeah, like Mandalorian. But it's it's very short. It's about 10, 15, <laughs> 10 minutes. But it is very silly and typically Rick and Morty. So completely yeah. painted. Very funny. Yes. Oh, excellent. Yeah. That reminds me, Big Finish have put out a Dorian Gray, which was has been created during the lockdown. They're giving it out for free. Oh, 18 oh, minutes short. Oh, yeah. have to yeah. have a look at that and download it, because I don't think I've got any Dorian Gray. Nor me. I've never heard any. Yeah. Good excuse to listen to one. Yeah, yeah. One final addendum, then. Yeah. David Collings. Oh, dead. He was in Doctor Who, like, a million times, wasn't he? He was. He used to be a mainstay. He was. He yeah. was in Robots yeah. of Death. Yeah. Revenge Paul, of the Cybermen. Revenge of the Cybermen. Oh, yeah, Paul. Oh. Revenge of the Cybermen. Yeah, he was under a mask, but he was one of the uh, Vogons. Oh. He had the great big eyebrows, yes. didn't he? Yes. yes. Yeah. You're right. He yes, was Mordred. We don't mention that one. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was Mordred. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, yeah he... and, of course, many other things. Uh, yep. I know he was... apart from that, Silver, yeah. Silver yep. from Sapphire and Steel. And one... uh, the voice of Monkey. Oh, of course, yeah. He was one of these yeah. actors who was in everything, but yet managed not to get typecast. Yeah, a job in Yeah. Yeah, that's no, a shame. Yeah. It is. It is. Great what? actor. So many things he's done. Gene, what are you doing? You Sorry? stopped. I could, I could just. It sounded <laughs> like someone was flossing their teeth. No. With a Rubik's cube. Or playing with a Rubik's cube. Yeah. Were you typing? Chance. <laughs> Why is it my fault? Why is that so bad? <laughs> it was Gene. Whatever it was. <laughs> and that's the end of the news. Right, we managed to find time in our busy schedule of wandering from the kitchen to the living room to the bedroom to the bathroom and back again. Eating Mars bars. Eating Mars bars and kicking the cat to take time to watch some Doctor Who. Pause for music. Right, we've been taking time. Out from our busy schedule. We also saw this at the BFI on the big screen. We did, and we did speak about that, didn't we? I think yeah. we did. You, yes, you, we did last did. time. You yeah. touched upon it. Yeah. Yep. But now we've got the Blu-ray. Yeah. I've, I've just got the regular um, the H, the regular DVD version. The H. Yeah. <laughs> have you watched the black and white or the version where you've got the black and white and the live episodes after each other? Yeah, we, we that's, watched that's the, one, we the watched. one with episode one and three tucked in. Yeah, I, in this case, I watched the live action episodes one and three in the colour uh, animated. We watched it in black and white, as she, as God intended. She insists on it. Yeah, so the four by three black and white version. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we peered at it myopically. I like what they've done with this in that um, they've filmed some of where they've um, animated it. They've done it as tighter shots, partly to save all the animating on the outside, but also just to add a bit more um, suspense to it. And I think it really, really works. It does. It does. Well, yeah. No, they've done, they've done a good job. One of the things I noticed and I thought at the time, oh, it's a shame, um, the end of episode one, I think the episode ended about half a minute too mm. soon. It should have ended yeah. when you saw the faceless one yeah. lying down on the bed. And then we'd actually have a image of what they looked like, because I'd have loved to have seen that. I think there were a few, yeah. few photograph stills of what they looked like, mm. what the makeup, but even so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there are teddy snaps, but yeah, not quite the same. In fact, that is on the the Blu-ray set, the teddy snap version as well. Oh, right. So you get a lot. You get three discs of the Blu-ray set. It's yeah. very good. 
Sorry, you get the three discs also with regular, um, just normal DVD. You get oh, a black, black and white copy, a colour yeah. copy, and then the special features. Mm. Of course, one of the um, best things about this episode was um, with the introduction of Pauline Collins. Oh, yes. Who went on to make the mm. very, very, very sensible career move of not being the next companion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a she, she show didn't want to get typecast into a TV series, so do Doctor and then went on to do the live events. Yeah, but her career has been epic, and the way the way yeah. things yeah. were back then, Doctor Who companions tended to vanish without a trace. They were cursed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Speaking, Very of, few exceptions. speaking of vanishing without a trace, episode one <laughs> and two, ben, ben and Polly, Yeah. nothing yep. until the end of episode six. Do we, do we know what actually happened? Because they were contracted to do the first two episodes of Evil of the Daleks. Oh. Did, yeah. An- did Annika yeah. Wills ever say what happened? She did say they were paid. Yeah. They said they decided that um, they would let them leave at that story um, and they wouldn't go on to yeah, the next I one. So they actually the put out of order. Mm. So they just filled their bits and left. But it made no sense. No, but they didn't mm. have a leaving door because they filmed their bits, left series, but the rest of the episode was then still being filmed. Yeah, it just, I'd love to know what went on behind the scenes. Very weird. Uh, yeah. The first thing they filmed at Gatwick was their leaving. Ah. The very first thing they filmed on location, which they filmed beforehand for the studio blocks, was their leaving. Then they filmed the Abyss at Gatwick. Then they filmed the studio stuff. Speaking of Gatwick, did anyone spot Lowfield Heath in the distance with the spire of St. Michael's Church? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Saw that. <laughs> I, I, I have that. to say, I worked there. Ooh. At the church. Autobiography. Well, well, <laughs> just around the corner from the church. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he doesn't like to talk about it. <laughs> no, I'm sure. <laughs> I have to say, I liked the BFI when we all watched it and that last scene, and it was like, you can be an admiral, you can look after Ben, and everyone's burst into his <laughs> There was yeah. so much sexism, as, of course, there was. It's a product of its yeah, time, I so know, very much. I know. Like, as Annika Will said, at the time, she didn't think twice about that yeah, line. I, 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 do, I do seem to remember in an interview somewhere, she's made a, a deliberate choice to play it against type. Because at the time, you had all the Avengers women going around, and they were all into karate and thinking of themselves, and she decided yeah. to play it very much I shall make the coffee because TV wise that was different yeah oh okay yeah and, and women's lib was starting to yeah. look to the forefront yeah. and your bra and all that kind of thing so she decided well, this, not to <laughs> yeah this Sam character she would have been a much more interesting ca- uh, companion I think mm. than Victoria was yeah oh, oh, Victoria was such right. a screamer she yeah. was the archetypal screamer yeah I can't imagine that the, the Sam would have been at all. No. She would have been a very different... She's a proper scout. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and taken in I, I did find that unusual for that episode. He had uh, Jamie being Scots, uh, Sam being a scouser, but it was very much a time of perceived BBC English. Mm. Which is why when they all got converted, they dropped their accents and became... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Received pronunciation. Well, that's mm. it. That's it, which I thought was quite interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she would have been an interesting character. It was, it was quite weird watching Jamie speak with his received pronunciation yes. rather than his Scottish okay, brain. the new. <laughs> now, what was the plan from the aliens here? They needed 50,000 people, young well, people particularly. It sounded... Uh, to get bodies, basically. Yeah, they needed their energy, their life energy. Their life so energy. So they shrunk them took them up to the space station, and then we're going to bugger off. Yeah. As yeah. far, far as I can see, it was their life energy stroke identity, because... 
all the um, chameleons were the same, literally. Physically and mentally, they all oh. seem to be the same. So they basically sucked out their life energy, uploaded their consciousness, yeah. and didn't need the bodies. Yeah. So quite sensibly, yeah. they shrunk the bodies down to save space. Yeah, because almost immediately, almost immediately, the uh, air traffic controller knew who where he was, where he lived, and knew the air traffic control job. Speaking of air traffic yeah. control, uh oh, <laughs> uh -oh. <laughs> can you imagine? that going on in air traffic control now <laughs> people were just ab abandoning their desks in the middle of talking to these aeroplanes yes we're about to approach give us the distance and the height we should be at just a minute i'm going to go and talk to this strange member of the public <laughs> Jeez. No. the security there was terrible in general this bothers me particularly because 1966-67 my other half was there as a wee bairn and i don't want planes dropping out of the sky on crawley because the doctors screwed up air traffic control i, I imagine talking about the air uh, security i noticed all the police were the same policeman. Yes. They were. Yes. Well, on the animation, yeah. <laughs> yes, on the animation. Uh, partly, yes. mostly save money, but also as a bit of a joke, I think yeah. they're all just the same face or sort of, not literally faces. Faces. <laughs> <laughs> Authority, yeah. yeah. I just find it very hard to believe, okay, we've got two people investigating all these disappearances. You've got the brother of one of them yeah. and this these two police policemen, the inspector yeah. and the sergeant, wherever they were. But that's it. Presumably tens of thousands of people have vanished on these tours. Well, yes. And nobody <laughs> up till now has noticed. Well, well, yes and no, but you had the, um, the the postcards just to allay fears. Yeah, but everybody goes yeah. on that flight. Might send a postcard back, but they never return. Yeah. <laughs> 40, 50,000 of them. They yeah. said there were seven flights a day, was it? Seven yeah. or eight yeah. flights a day. As soon yeah. as it landed, it yeah. took off again. And how many people did you get on a plane there? Two, three hundred? Easily. I don't know what the maths on that is. Yeah. <laughs> It's still quite, quite a, a big number. Quite a while. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of flights, a lot of people. Yeah, this is called Don't Look Too Deep at the Pot, You'll Find the Holes. <laughs> As plans go, it does seem like a rather poor one. They, they got away with it pretty much until the doctor turned up. Yeah. But <laughs> how, how did they get away with well, it? So I have it was, no idea. It was only just getting away. It was beginning to fall apart. It was falling apart with the de detective. The, the yeah. deterioration just accelerated when the doctor turned up. Well, this is the thing. Yeah. Um, a police constable, or was he a constable? Oh, he was a sergeant. One? A sergeant, sergeant has, has, yes, yeah. has gone missing, followed by an inspector, yeah. and Sussex police aren't all over that shit quicker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <today. laughs> well, there you go, Kevin. You can, with your contacts, you can complain to the chief inspector. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Investigate and report this maladministration. Police aren't showing up to be particularly good. Uh, they're looking out for a doctor, and he is wandering around the terminal. I don't don't see him. And, <laughs> and highly well, trained anti-terrorist, please don't recognise the doctor hiding behind his upside down newspaper. Yeah, and how many men are wandering around in kilts as well? <laughs> Yeah, they didn't come out of that very well at all. I know this is a, this is a six-parter, no. <laughs> um, but it's one of the six-parters that yeah. actually does flow quite nicely. I quite like the pacing on it. To a degree, there's still a fair bit of redundancy heading oh. back to the medical bay, doing nothing, going away again, <laughs> then coming back a bit later. And, well, yeah. This is the thing. Uh, I didn't necessarily notice that, but me and Karen watched it as two episodes a night. Yeah. And try to spread right. it out a little bit more. And I still managed to fall asleep at the beginning of episode six. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I also wondered with this. So, sorry. 
I also wonder with this one, if um, that they shrunk them down, etc. if that stuck in someone's mind for the doctor's TCE, like, sorry, master's TCE later on. Possibly. Yeah. Probably. They were very yeah. Alvanessa-like, the dogs, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> so what did we yeah, think we never of... never saw those live action, did we? What did we think of Ben and Polly's decision to leave? Um, I mm. kind of get it. I suppose they happened to be back at the right date time. Yeah. Mm. Very, very convenient and very sudden. Yeah, was, would they have, would, yeah. If it wasn't the same day and same time necessarily, so Ben doesn't get done for going AWOL, yeah. would they have left? Yeah. It was a bit Leela-like yeah, in its yeah. suddenness. Yeah. But that, that happened quite a bit then. Yeah. yeah, this era was terrible for that. Yeah, they, they did kind of like have this angst about, oh, I've had enough or anything else. It was just they wake up one and yeah. go, oh, I've had <laughs> There is one thing I'd have liked to have seen, though. Uh, it was only done in animated because the footage doesn't exist now, but I would like to have seen how they pulled off the plane changing into a rocket. Oh, yeah. Mm. It was a model shot. Yeah, I know, but I, I still would have liked to have seen the quality, how well it came, how well it turned out. Oh, I don't know. I know Shawcraft did the model, Yeah, and they had a lot of problems with it. Uh, yeah. They had to redo it, and there was a lot of angst behind the scenes, but... Uh, and Shawcraft oh, yeah. never used again after this yeah. story because oh, of the dear. problems they had. It was that, yeah. that um, and the, the macro. It was the problems yeah. with the macro as well. And the macro, yeah, which obviously the, the one before, wasn't it? I think yeah. They fell out, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah I imagine it was just a, a model plane where the wings just yeah. expanded, you know, sweep back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sort of imagine what it looked like. Yeah. They did do a good job here, then. Um, I'm pleased they actually animated this one because I've had the um, recon, recon for a while. And I actually do enjoy this story. Mm -hmm. it's, it's funny, it's probably one of my favourites from the Trouton era, so it's actually quite nice to see it other than pictures and stills with the audio. Yeah, it's interesting to have it on modern-day Earth, as was. Uh, yeah, it's still a, a bit based under CG, but yeah. with a twist to it, which is <laughs> yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah. Right, we'd love to hear what you thought of The Faceless Ones and how you chose to watch it. Do write to us via show at Staggering. Stories dot net. Right, because we like crying, because it seems the only <laughs> thing to do sometimes, we decided to watch Picard. Pause for music. Better music than that. Crying. Yeah, I was just going to say that. The last she's episode. Like, she's she's like, not crying in the last no. episode. You the entire, entire first season then. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't cry at all. No. Well, you never cry. <laughs> you just go shopping for toasters. <laughs> <laughs> True. I can't anymore. Carries is closed. What? What? What were you? What were you crying? Well, I can't say that because some people might not have seen it, but the last episode was wonderfully emotional and anyone who had a soul would have cried. But Cockneys <laughs> clearly do not have souls. No. Assume you've seen it. I say we're going to have to assume that people have seen all of this. If you haven't, there'll be a lot of spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler oh, music, I think. Spoiler music, spoiler music. music. La, 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 la. <laughs> okay. So, data dies. Picard dies. Everybody dies. They're all yes. dead. Yeah. yeah. And and Troy's in it, which is enough reason to cry. <laughs> she doesn't Dave, die. Dave, they're dead. But did your accent die? 
I, yeah, her accent was gone, wasn't it? Well, it's you know, so, longer, yeah. it's been it's been twenty years living in normal life, not on a, on her home planet. So, so the, what? I've still actress... got my Bucks accent sometimes. <laughs> Only when you're drunk or very very no, sleepy. No, that's that's the Wiltshire accent. <laughs> I've still got my safe pronunciation accent. <laughs> no, oh, no, God. you haven't. <laughs> I have to know. Oh, cat, get off the keyboard. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not to do this with a cat involved. I was late to the party on this, I have to admit, and I only watched it over the weekend. Ooh, and I binged. was hooked from the very first episode. Yeah. yeah oh, okay. God, yes. I'm, I've enjoyed it immensely. I, I've got to admit that. Patrick yeah. Stewart. Oh. I then binge watched it in two sessions. <laughs> I think if it had been any, if this had been called Kirk no, 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 or, yeah. or, or uh, Cisco, yeah. with the best will in the world, I probably wouldn't have been so hooked because mm. with the best will in the world, they're not Patrick no. Stewart. But because it's no. him and he just makes everything so special. Speaking of which, he, has anyone been listening to him read out the sonnets? No. No. He's, no, been, the he's got from... a big... Yeah, yeah, he's got a big book of Shakespeare sonnets and poems, and he just started at page one and reads one a night. Oh, where's this? Oh, okay. On Twitter. Oh, I'll have to. What on his on his feed? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll have to look at. Mm. I um, I like the fact that Raffid lives where they filmed most of the original Star Trek. Yes, it's <laughs> the first time. First time Vasquez Rock has appeared yeah. in Star Trek as Vasquez Rock. Yeah. All places to live. <laughs> it is a very different world, though. Yeah, give us oh, a bit of background. This is some 20, 30 years after Nemesis. Next Gen. Well, the film is particular, I suppose. The data has been dead for 20, 30 years. And Picard went on to become an admiral and they had a falling out with Starfleet, as we covered in a previous episode, I think. Yep. And there's lots of machinations with the Romulans, particularly, who fear yes. the great coming of the machines. Mm. Yep. Spies and backstabbing and double dealing. Yeah. Yep. And. Borg type stuff, which didn't yes. amount to very much in the end. No, although well, we it was interesting the way they took the Borg cube down <laughs> with the flowers. No, I, no, no, I mean uh, the Borg cube assimilated a bunch of Romulans who uh, infected yeah. that particular oh, yeah. hive, or whatever the term is. We've had that in a way before with Hugh because he took the ideals of individualism, individualism, back to a Borg cube, which then collapsed. Mm. Oh, okay, yeah. In yeah. in Next Gen, in the original series Next Gen. But when he returned, so, was it? I try and remember. It was a two-parter. Yeah, yeah it was a two-parter with Law, yes. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I remember that. Yeah. One thing I liked about this um, one is, you know, each year's on, and we say Picard had a falling out, but I love the subtle way he played, that he was totally arrogant, totally self-assured, Totally self-opinionated, mm. and in any other circumstance, you really, really yeah. want to slap this my character because of his arrogance. But it's Picard, and you love it. <laughs> yeah. This is Picard. Picard's always right. Yeah. It's yeah. very well balanced and subtly done. Well, Picard has always had the, the ultimate moral authority, hasn't he, really? Mm. Yeah. He's completely unimpeachable. So any time he says something, you know he, he's right, he's, he's been a good guy. Well, that was the thing with this. Both, um, both of their sides were right to an extent. He was right in terms of trying to save the androids, but then the Romans were right in the fear of these Autons from another universe destroying the entire universe. So they were both yeah. right. The Reapers. Mm. Yeah, the Reapers. Yeah, mass fame, mass effect. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I loved, I was very impressed with the woman who played Daj, Soji, and the various other sisters. Yeah, she played at least three and, characters, didn't she? Yeah. And she also sang 
Blue Skies. Blue Skies. Yeah, it's here, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I can't even. It's terrible. I can't remember her name. <laughs> no, I'm not sure. I know Alison oh, well. Pill because I, I know her from other stuff. Who played? Well, uh, who, I can't remember was her that Raffi? Name. No, no. That, the... Right. Her, her name. I've oh, got her name. Issa Violanese. <laughs> is that Soji? Something like that. That's that, that's Stashi and Soji. It's B R I O N E S. So Issa or Issa Violanese. Who played okay. uh, Raffi? Because I loved her. Oh, she was wonderful, wasn't she? That was uh, Michelle Hurst. Yeah. Uh, okay. She's a face. She's a face I recognise from bit parts from other shows. Yeah, but she oh, was. She was excellent. Yeah, Gukura and the Captain was great too. He was. Yeah. I knew him originally from uh, Heroes. Ah, Season one of and Heroes. Of course, I think he was the artist. I yeah. must. I never saw him. And who didn't trust <laughs> Doctor Agnes from the second she turned up after having seen um. <laughs> Oh, or whoever yeah. it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you she knew she'd the be most, brainwashed. Yeah, she was the most human of them. The others mm. were all sort of superhero types, weren't they, in Starfleet well, fashion? But, well, most of them were ex-Starfleet anyway. Yeah, so they all had that, that, that Starfleet hero thing going yeah. on, where she did she it, was, she was good. Yeah, yeah, she was a flawed human. That's all she was. Yeah. I, I, Although I would like she to... appears to have gotten away with murder. I'd like to give a little shout out to all the various holograms as well. Yes. With the different accents. Mm, yeah, the yeah. emergency medical hologram, the engineer, the Scottish it's engineer. The, the Scottish, the, the uh, Irish. Medical. Is it all engineers yeah. to be Scottish? Yes. That, that was definitely yes. a homage. Oh, that definitely. Well, that's, that's the law. All engineers yeah. in Starfleet or in the Star Trek universe are Scottish. <laughs> it's the law. And so, or a Canadian or British putting on a Scottish accent. Yeah. Or was it implied that um, Vulcans were related to Romans? Well, we that's know that. That. Yeah. yeah. But also you had um, a slight hint somewhere in the dialogue that the Vulcans weren't native to Vulcan. Yeah, that's what I've been mm. up. Mm. Yeah, yeah, there was something when, else there. When the Romulan was telling the apocalypse story. He said it's, it's in the years before we yeah, came to Vulcan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So that yeah. Uh, that was interesting. It's like change of the law there, maybe. Maybe or, it's like or tweaked. was it just a tale that's been passed down from generation to generation, and because no one knew where it began, yeah, it must have been maybe. before. You know, well, I think or maybe it's, it's the Romulans' way of uh, of having superiority over the Vulcans because they they claim to be the original. Rather than the Vulcans, the original. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, possibly. But if you go back, if you go back to a classic Trek, the one with the glowing balls, the preservers. Yeah, uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, the big, big, big sort of multicolored. You should see the actions here. <laughs> I can imagine. But there was a mention that something with the preservers. And Spock said it explains a few things from Vulcan legend. Yeah. I'm just wondering if it's tying, it meant to be tying in with that. Because mm. there is Maybe. multiple, yeah. multiple Easter eggs spread throughout this. Mm. The music, like you said, the, the original Romulan. The, the, uh, the, the original classic Trek threat music mm. was reworked and played in the background of a couple of these. But the threat music first appeared in Balance of Terror, which was a Romulan story. Yeah. I, the yeah. only I was disappointed yeah. with this was that it was mm. kind of like the end with Romulans, in that these 
absolute manic people who were determined that these androids are going to destroy the entire universe. So they've got one shot. They've got the city in of sight. No, we won't fire an all-dire death where the Starfleet kill us. We will turn and fire a Starfleet. These are people that are prepared to self-sacrifice. It just didn't seem to right with me in some, some respects. That was odd. You would have thought they'd just try to go through kamikaze style. If just one ship got through the blockade, it'd be enough. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it just didn't match with the, the image that you'd been given. You know, these, this particular group mm. literally died to stop this event from happening. They're literally there. They've got the place lined up in their sight. Instead of going, okay, well, let's blow it up. We're all going to die, but we know it's blown up. It's like, oh, no, we, we, we won't do it. We've got to fight you, and then we're going to run away. It's obviously there so they get the next season, and, you know, they're still out as yeah. the bad guys. Well, Patrick yeah. Stewart had invited uh, Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg to be in season two, so yeah. Yeah. hopefully we'll get to see Guinan. Maybe, yeah. What's she up to after Generations? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think we'll um? Do you think we'll get to see Wesley? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. We haven't seen Geordie or Worf. First, have we seen so far? Uh, yeah. uh, um, well, I, I know um, Michael Crusher. Dawn. I know Michael Dawn was at the filming because he signed one of the clapperboards, but he didn't appear. Uh, yeah, no mention of Beverly Crusher. So she obviously hasn't ended up with Picard. No, mm. no. I found um, Troy and Riker's story really moving. Yeah. The fact that they lost their son. That oh, was yeah. genuinely yeah. sad. And their daughter was kind of awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of stuff in here which makes me think that they've regressed technologically in that they can no longer cure anything, apparently. Yeah. So you've got Picard's brain issue. We've got Thad, was it? Yeah. Their, their son's issue. We've got a lot of medical issues which just aren't being cured anymore. I thought they were meant well, to be hyper... But they did, she did say that part of it with the sun was because it, it relied on AI technology to some extent, and because they stopped the yeah. whole AI thing, it's, it's stunted yeah. the medical applications as well as the medical development. I didn't buy that. That just seemed like a convenient way to mm. tie them into the main main story of the uh, synth rebellion and outlawing. But, okay. And Card's <laughs> brain issue was first highlighted in uh all good things yeah which had yeah. The, the, was the last trek episode which was in three time periods one in the past one in the present and one in the future which is roughly yeah. about now yeah but future which clearly oh. didn't happen uh okay so his brain thing did still happen but yeah mm. yeah let's get on to that whole thing about picard dying <laughs> um... <laughs> all about yeah, it was a bit of a muffin, wasn't it? We're working on, you know, the, the only person that's been working on brain transplant. Well, just yeah, going to say, with yeah. episode, I think it was episode three, yeah. I called it. Yeah, as soon as and, you saw the but I didn't, I didn't care. The journey getting there was amazing. And the stuff yeah. with Data, when he when he was pulling out the three chips at the end to finally oh, let him that die, was lovely. that was the bit. That's when I was blubbing, and I can't understand why you weren't. You're uh, not my friend. My friend would have blubbed. I have to say, I did have a tune. I'm not allowed really data, though, is it? <laughs> I'm not allowed to whistle blue skies anymore. Yeah, <laughs> well done. How many times can they I kill like data? The way... yeah, come on. <laughs> but, yeah, sorry, I like the way they pulled it out. The, the um, edge of the screen slowly goes black into it. It all disappears into space almost. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's well and, done. But uh, yeah. and I think I think there was a lot of fan reaction to the casual killing him off in Nemesis. So this was more of a mm. 
a proper a proper goodbye. Proper send-off. Yeah. yeah, I suppose uh, he was killed off effectively off screen because he was yeah. the implication from Nemesis is that he had been reborn immediately yeah. in B four. Then we're told yeah. here that it hadn't happened, hadn't worked. And then we're told, oh no, there's a copy of him in that computer over there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why not? Uh, I, <laughs> I think once again, Brent Spiner has gone on record and that will be the last time he plays Data. Until next time. Until somebody sure. throws a lot of money at him. But then he's, he's got Data's organic brother, supposedly, yeah. sat there. So he's still got a role in Star Trek. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Also, they might have used that body they were building, but unless Data's organic brother's about to pop his clogs, which I don't get the feeling was the case, they have got time fully to build another body for Data's brother. So Data's brother will become a Data almost. Maybe. God. Maybe. I don't know. But we know that they're doing a season two and three. So this whole yeah. stuff with Picard mm. dying, it all felt rather flat. Maybe because I knew too much. Maybe oh, because that- I'd figured out they could brain upload him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just felt like, why, why have you done this? What is the ultimate goal? Is it they need him as synthetic for next season? Or is it just to get a, a cheap tear from people it worked. five minutes from the end of the episode? <laughs> uh, <laughs> manipulative. Well, it, it, I, I think it's at least somewhere because there's a lot of reference to him being Lakush, Lakush, I can never say that, Lakusha a Borg. So you've now Lakush, got him being yeah. human, Borg, and Android. So I suspect at some point this is all going to yeah. have relevance. Maybe. But let's face it, Picard is dead. Yeah. They might have taken a copy of his mind, but he is just a copy at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And we all know what happens with the, copies. The original they Picard start, is dead. They start to degrade. Well, he's, well that's the point. He's will do. He, he asked, you haven't made me mortal, have you? Oh, yeah. That was a lovely yeah. bit. Obviously, explains why he's going to age over the next two or three yeah. years. And- yeah. Well, that's another Maybe thing. Maybe between seasons. The card's <laughs> meant to be like 95 years old. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, they said 94, I think. Yeah. 94, looks, yeah. looks well, we, well on it. She's older than uh, Patty Stewart. One thing I did say, I, I had to love, and I, I hope he makes an reappearance. I love the fact he named his dog number one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Not number two. No. no. <laughs> that's where his dog left mine. Keith, uh, what were you about to say? Well, what I was about to say before I was so lovingly <laughs> ignored and spoken over oh! is um, in the first episode of Next Gen, we had McCoy turn up, who was 132. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The lifespan yeah. is longer. Yeah. Yes, and as it should be. Again, they should have better medical tech. Yeah. People should routinely live beyond 100. I get the feeling the average lifespan is between 130 and 150. In which case, Picard's yeah. got a long time ahead of him. But... Yeah. He has. Do we quickly want to say any words about what we want to see in the next season? Q! Oh. Q! Yeah, funny enough, I actually thought Q was who, um, what's her face, married to for a moment when he was standing there in the washing hump. What? Well, okay. Q's quite a large talk. You thought Diana Troy had married no, well, because Q, the well, you... place Q is quite stocky and quite tall, and from the back it actually looked to be like him. Okay. Well, a, I, know, <laughs> I know the actor's aged, and Q's meant to be an immortal, but they can still pull it off because oh, yeah. he can age himself just to yeah. mock Picard. Yeah. Yeah, we can have Q next season. Yeah. I would like to see uh, some of the other characters like uh, like Geordie, like uh, yeah. Beverly Crusher, see and what... maybe they could bring back Wesley and try to explain what happened to him. <laughs> Although. 
Would anyone be interested? I, I suspect the next. Well, yeah. I was going to say, I suspect the next one might look a little bit more closely at the history of the Borg. I don't know why. I get the feeling we haven't seen the last of them. Oh, I hope not. I hope do they know. don't. They don't just stick with the Borg. There's so much more out there. Yeah, we seem to now have a yeah. new crew, effectively. Yeah. yeah, privateer crew or something. I don't know what they are. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. they seem to be a unit now. So yeah. what is Picard now? An agent provocateur? Yeah, he doesn't really have a mission anymore, does he? Uh, Why doesn't he just go back to his vineyard? <laughs> they need to give him something new to do. As he said, what that might be, I have no idea. He said he missed it. Yeah, yeah. But without orders from Starfleet, might he just go back to Armus and uh, throw some torpedo Armus from, from orbit or something? Just go back and right the wrongs from his career? Well. <laughs> <laughs> right, we would like to know what you thought of Picard. Please do write to us via show. At Stalin. And now on to feedback. Oh, we've got feedback. We have. We, we have, have one from a Mr. Andy Crumbling Simpkins. Oh, who unfortunately, oh. couldn't afford a bunker. He was out in the wasteland somewhere foraging for his life. But I did manage to send a bit of feedback. So oh, here he is talking about Picard and faceless ones and stuff, apparently. Ooh. Ooh. Hello, Crumbly here. I'm currently in glorious self-isolation, looking after fake Crumbly and fake Crumbly mother-in-law at the moment. However, I would like to share with you all my thoughts about the faceless ones and Starship Picard. The faceless ones contain, uh, contains four missing episodes, but has been reconstructed recently by using CGI graphics rendered into 2D animation, it remains very visually faithful to the surviving episodes and remaining production stills. Uh, to me, The Faceless Ones, story-wise, is very much a prelude to Terror of the Zygons, with shape-shifting aliens. Terror of the Zygons was very much in the vein of typical Who, namely the Zygons and their creature, the Scarrison, hell-bent on taking over the world by covert means of doppelgangers in high positions whereas the chameleons wish to repopulate their home planet by abducting young men and women, miniaturising them, a la master, for transport to their ravaged home planets. The Faceless Ones is also where we say goodbye to two of the Doctor's companions, Ben and Polly, leaving Jamie as the Doctor's sole companion. I especially enjoyed the anima animated episodes, as it could include a few tips of the hat to other episodes and characters. Two noticeable scenes are where the airport commandant is making an, an announcement over the airport PA system. In the background can be seen a large billboard advertising Magpie Electronics, recently seen in the David Tennant episode The Idiot's Lantern. Additionally, a few minutes later, in a scene where uh, three police motorcyclists are leaving their headquarters to go onto the runway, a notice board is seen on the wall behind them, with a wanted poster featuring Robert Delgado's master. The supporting cast includes you know, quite a few well-known faces from that time. The airport commandant is uh, Colin Gordon, who I also saw portrayed as a rather dyspeptic number two in The Prisoner. I do believe his female assistant in The Faceless Ones uh, also portrayed one of his staff in Number Two's residence. All in all, a reconstructed Doctor Who episode that I thoroughly enjoyed. Now, on to Star Trek Picard. Fake Crumbly and myself have been enjoying this immensely. It looks like Amazon Prime have been throwing their checkbooks at this big time, and it shows. As the title suggests, it is our favourite French-English uh, starship captain getting his second wind after leaving Starfleet under a cloud, and later finding out that there is something rotten in the higher echelons of power in Starfleet. In Starfleet. Yes, those pesky Romulans are back, 
and they have put moles in positions of power. There's lots of action, lots of various plot arts going on with sibling sisters who may be offspring of data. A visit to a ball cube which brings back some very unpleasant memories for, for a Picard and literally assembling a motley crew to help him on his quest to find Soji, the missing female android. As for guest appearances, blimey, uh, Jerry Ryan as Seven of Nine from Star Trek Voyager. Now X-Ball Q makes a guest appearance as the director of the artefact. He was last seen in the Next Generation episode Eyeborg. Uh, who else? Bruce Maddox, last seen in the Next, uh, Next Generation episode Measure of a Man, appears again as the possible creator of Daj and Soji. Picard, for me, is something of a resurgence in the franchise, as I feel that there was a certain amount of uh, history rewriting in Star Trek Discovery, and as for Enterprise, which was something of a wasted opportunity to show some of the early days of Starfleet and of the United Federation of Planets, it could have been so much more. I also feel that this is, this is something of a, a valedictory journey for Picard, a last hurrah as we discover that he is in the uh, later stages of a life-limiting illness, and I suppose he wants to go out with a bang. I'm sure Dr. Crusher would be happy to oblige. Adam, why that smirk off your face? I sincerely hope there is a second series, of, as uh, Star Trek Picard is a much-needed shot in the arm for the franchise. Anyway, that's my penny's worth thrown into that for, uh, for you to uh, mull over. Until we can all meet face-to-face -face once again, once this bloody annoying virus is uh, yeah, cleared off, this is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Well, thank you for that, Crumbly. That was most insightful. That was the best <laughs> bit of writing you've ever done. You weren't listening, um, were you? None of us were because we couldn't work out how to drop it in without dropping it in. He <laughs> oh, has been dropped in. We can be listening okay. to it with everyone else. <laughs> We've also heard from Catherine, the dragon maker. Ah, hello, hello. Catherine. Catherine. Catherine says, hello, Staggerers. Hello, Terence. Hello, mm. head of per ah, oh, head of Pertwee. Oh dear. Now, mm. oh. the head of Pertwee, I'm afraid, is in his own bunker. Yeah. And we've made sure there's no Wi-Fi to it, so he can't hear us. <laughs> so we don't have to say hello to the head of no, Pertwee. No, we all can say poo to the head of Pertwee because <laughs> we're so mature. One, two, three. Poo, poo to the head of Pertwee. Poo. Anyway, <laughs> back to Catherine. Oh, yeah. Catherine says, hello, various and sundry characters and oddments about the place. Mm-hmm. Just a quick note, as once again, I'm falling behind on everything except worry. Oh, yeah. yeah. I feel for you. It's hard to believe just a few weeks ago, we mm. were all in sunny LA and yeah. having so much fun. Yeah. But life yeah. likes to keep us on our toes and sometimes it gets hard to balance up there. <laughs> I hope you are all well, that the other three or four listeners out there are also well. <laughs> and and with luck... If we all hold tight, this mess will be over and done with soon. Aww. It's been great fun to see the Doctor Who fandom coming together to create little events like the watch-along parties and mm. last Saturday's virtual convention on the YouTubes. Yeah, I missed I'm that. Sure yeah. There's, I'm sure there's other groups doing similar things, but this one is closest to my fanish heart. <laughs> Healthy <laughs> thoughts to you all. Anon, Catherine. Thank you. Yeah, keep safe. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, P.S. P.S. Would someone please make sure Wee Terence has a mask? You don't want to see oh what happens when a don't, dragon don't even gets go there. sick. Don't even go Unfortunately, Terence mm. is in with the head of Pertwee. I'm oh. not sure if this is going to be a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah. 
What's the hybrid between a head of Percy and a dragon look like, I wonder? (laughs) No, no. But thank you, Catherine, and we hope you're keeping well too. And the other four or five listeners, we hope you're... Stay safe. Yeah. Because you're all brilliant. And, you know, without you, it would just be me having to talk to Jean and... Well, oh. you've seen how that ends. It's not a pretty sight, is it? <laughs> I, I, I talk to you. I know you do. <laughs> Click those bottle caps. <laughs> okay, well, we would like to hear from you all. It's not as if you've got anywhere else to go. So, <laughs> yeah, why aren't you emailing us? Where are you all yes. playing? <laughs> do so now via show at net. Lead us out, Adam. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh... <laughs> Why is that? Ah, see, it's not so easy, is it, you bastard? Prompt, prompt, How many times we listen to Andy? <laughs> you have been no, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> and so until Oh that. yeah. And so <laughs> look, Laurence Olivier would have needed no more prompt than that. <laughs> and so that brings us to the end of another, another podcast. podcast. Thank well God. Done. <laughs> Next time for Aye. fun of who, old and new. Should we stop, 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 stop? This is a disaster. Stop. <laughs> Shall I do the yes, thing? Yes, yes. Yes. Okay. Everyone be quiet. <laughs> I'm going to start talking now. <laughs> and so that brings us to the end of another podcast. Yay! Oh. But fear not... There was oh. next time there'll be more of the same. Oh god. Huh? More fun frivolity and jollity. Oh. More mm. news and reviews. More who old and new. And hopefully a crumbly who knows how to do this bit. <laughs> but until yeah. then I've forgotten what he says here. It's something to do with a letter. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Choose a letter. Until but next until time. then oh, yeah. got, it, got it got no. <laughs> so, but until next time. Someone choose a letter. I, for isolation. Oh, f- <laughs> may that indigenous, intercourse. insightful, insightful, is that right? Intercourse. Insolent. Igloo. <laughs> Indolent. Well done. Now tell me what that means. <laughs> Let me. <laughs> Comes inching. Ignominy. No, forget that one. Infinitely. Down towards us. <laughs> Ignobly. <laughs> this is me, fake Keith, saying, be seeing you. Goodbye. Au revoir. That was a frigging disaster. (laughs) (laughs) You have been listening to Staggering Stories Podcast, Series 1, Number 338, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Fake Keith, Gene Riddler, and the real Keith Dunn. The views expressed here were those of the speakers and didn't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringements intended. And this is an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. Yeah.